Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Star and the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweed's Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at tumbleweedhealthcenter.com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Day of March for the bestie. I'm gonna win. I'm gonna have to set my damn whole arm and I'll win. Oh, happy Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. How's it going out there? And Weed World, Weed World. All right, so it's not Weed World, but it sounds good. Anyway, welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. March 31st. We're a quarter of the way through the year. Woo! Mm. And we have a super huge show coming up next week. I can't even believe it. It's our nine-year anniversary. Yeah. Now, why are you laughing at that? I don't know. You threw it in. Are we even on air? That's the one thing. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, we are. Oh, geez. And Reggae Ryan and family are with us. I saw the mute button. I was like, oh, we're not on. Oh, we're on. Over there? Hello, Grand Island class. Welcome to Wednesday. All right. Well, we want to give a shout out to Tumbleweed Cell Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down. Get certified. You can get certified six days a week. Yeah, six days a week now. Um, <clears throat> Which is fantastic because that sixth day is a Saturday. Yeah. That's a Saturday. You know it. You know it. Send the three on Saturdays. Come on down. We're getting busy for certifications on Saturdays. It's actually great. Um, But we're open Monday through Friday, 10 to 6 for certifications. So come down and see us. Uh, Let's give a shout out to Growers House at 3635 East 34th Street. We love getting our growing goodies from them. So if you need lights, I was going to say lights, camera, action. No, uh, wrong scene today. <laughs> wrong set, Williams. Uh, <laughs> Belstar, what are you doing? It's kind of weird because I'm Belstar here and somebody else over there. So if you can figure it out. Remember, I said you get a free joint so you can figure out where Silver Sister and Belstar are in a movie together. Woo! Yep. 
don't even. It's uh, early. I'm by myself. Silver Sister is almost here. Um, Cannabis Kid is not here. But we'll be here next week with a whole host of folks. Robert Platt-Shorn, Doug Fine, Dr. Regina Nelson. Hopefully you're in Rosenfeld and more. That's April 7th. That's our nine-year anniversary radio show. Oh, let's see. Hey, Siri. How many days? Is, oh, hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. Oh, she can't understand right now. She's like, I don't even get it. Don't even, don't even, don't even go there. Forget it. Hey, Siri. How many days until Christmas? Nine days until that. Woo! 269 days till Christmas, folks. Get your shopping done now. It's going to be a madhouse this year for Christmas because <clears throat> I think most of the country will be vaccinated by then. And I think our masks will be off by then. And I think there's going to be a party happening then. Yeah. I that survive. Oh, sad. All right. Anyway, eat your greens. Get outside and exercise. Get some protein. Lift some weights. Get healthy. Doesn't have to take all day. 30 minutes. There's my pitch done. Whoa. 5K a day. Keep something away. And no silver sister doesn't have to be like 50 miles. Not everybody can do 50 miles. miles. Beef. All right, let's give a shout-out to Canna Health Online Digital Magazine. You don't have to go anywhere but where you are to get the groove on. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals, profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. That's right, Canna Health Online Digital Magazine. You can check them out from our website. Go to the radio section. They're one of our sponsors, as is TenBuds. That's right, TenBuds. All sorts of great information were there. We're on there. There's all sorts of doctors in the area you're in, so check them out. All right. Okay, so let's see what's going on today besides the fact that my soundtrack is way too far away. I have to unplug it for a second. Um, oh, maybe, I maybe I should just scoot up there and not be so lazy. Oh, man. Okay, so we were, we were reading about um, <clears throat> the taxes in the various marijuana states. <laughs> in all the states that let us have the weed. Oh, yeah. This is basically that's what it is. Oh, you know what else? There's a really great video that I'm going to play in just a moment. And it's like three minutes, 30 seconds, 323, something like that. It's very short. So for you uh, short, short-minded, short attention span kids out there, and there are a lot of them, including myself. You know, I like something. Get it. Give me the information and get going. Um, we're going to do that. But let's see. What else is going on? We're going to do, let's do that right now. Hang on. Let me find it. Um, see? Short attention span. I just got excited about that. We actually posted on our news section. See, here we go again. All over the place. What happens when I'm by myself? If you go to Tumbleweed South Center. 
and this is where we're going to go. We're going to have a fun show this morning. What did you smoke? Oh, lots of things, including brand new auto gelato, yeah, and auto tangerine green. <laughs> Done in 60 days. And then um, it's been curing for a couple weeks. And it's, oh boy, it is just yummy. All right. How do you get certified in Arizona? Well, you have to have one of these conditions. Get to uh, tumbleweedshealthcenter.com to follow along. Uh, PTSD, and that one has to be written by your doctors. No ifs, ands, or buts about that one. Um, There are a lot of folks that have PTSD out there not from going to war, just from being at home in our own country. Um, I mean, there are so many things that cause that. so, you know, the wide range, and uh, but your doctor has to be the one that says you actually have that. State of Arizona is very particular about that one. Cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain can cover a whole host of uh, ailments from fibromyalgia, migraines, uh, pinched nerves, back pain, what, you know, whatever, RA, different types of arthritis, uh, DDD. As you get older, things degenerate. Found that out. <laughs> Getting older. Getting wiser? I don't know. <laughs> Wish I could take all this back to the youth, right? Uh, the list continues. Seizures, all of them. Any, all seizures, including epilepsy. HIV, Hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease. Agitation of Alzheimer's disease. That includes uh, cachexia or wasting syndrome. Severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. You are also eligible if you're getting treated for something, and that condition might not be on the list, but that treatment might cause something on the list. So check that out. You can get treated for just needing a treatment. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Yeah, give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can email thctucson at gmail.com. Uh, go to the website, tumbleweedshealthcenter.com, and there's all sorts of information and ways to contact us there. Uh, we accept carrier pigeons. You know, you're going to go like 1800 style, just ride up on a horse and deliver that thing. Deliver your, deliver your medical records that way. Whatever, however, come on down. So, all right, <clears throat> let's see. I promised the video, <laughs> and that in itself is going to be a feat here. Let's see if I can do this, because I don't know how <laughs> Facebook works. Seriously, I'm not even kidding. Um, let's see, because I posted, so here's videos. This is, there is no, <laughs> not that one. So I'm looking at the videos that are recent, and none of the ones uh, that I saved on here are recent. So, and it's actually a, um, oh, let's look. Maybe it's in my post because um, it, it just could be in there. Um, oh, Alice in Wonderland. You, this is the caterpillar talking to Alice. 
you, he said, are a terribly real thing in a terribly false world. And that, I believe, is why you are in so much pain. But you know what can help with pain? Weed. That's right, Caterpillar. That's why you're smoking the bong. That is right. Oh, we were on the radio the other day. We were on the Common Good Radio Show. Thank you to the Veteran Rescue Mission uh, for having us on. That was absolutely fantastic. Really fun experience. Um, you can check that out. It's posted on our page as well. Um, and now, see, the whole thing is I can't find uh, what I'm looking for. So that's how I do Facebook, folks. Oh. And it's uh, let's see, it's a Robert Melanie video, and it's it's like well, it's him with um, it's like a three minute video with the writer of the pot uh, the pot book. Um, and if you haven't listened to to uh, Robert, you really should. Oh, here it is. Okay, all right, pause. We're gonna put it up here. We're gonna blow this up so we get it up nicely. So hold on one more. Do over. Okay, here we go. Hello, Dr. Bob. Yes, sir. Brian. How you doing, man? Good. Our endocannabinoid system regulates everything in our body. Our immune system, digestive system, cardiovascular system, nervous system, endocrine system, skin, skeleton, everything in our body is homeostatically regulated by our endocannabinoid system. And yet it's not taught in medical school. (laughs) There's something a little flawed here. Even if you've never smoked a joint in your life, you have sort of internal cannabis in your body. You have an endocannabinoid system, endo meaning inside. You've got cannabinoid receptors in your brain and in your liver and your spleen and your bladder and your immune system cells. You've got receptors all over your body for this plant. And so when you smoke, you're sort of stimulating and working within the endocannabinoid system and you're stimulating your cannabinoid receptors. That helps to regulate your immune system, your energy, your metabolism, your blood sugar. It sort of tamps down inflammation. Your endocannabinoid system does a lot to maintain homeostasis in your body. So there's at least two types of cannabinoid receptors that we know about so far. There's CB1 and CB2. So the CB1 receptors are located all over your brain, and it's actually the most plentiful G-coupled receptor in your brain, although there aren't any in your brain stem, which means that you can't overdose from cannabis. It won't stop you from breathing the way that you could, say, overdose from pain medicine. Just today an article came out describing how um, – the endocannabinoid system was modulating the synapses of glutaminergic and gamma neurons in our brain and how certain mutations in some of the involved proteins forming synapses in the brain are modified in people with autism. So we see a link between autism and the endocannabinoid system, and that's been pioneered by a woman in California, Miko Hester Perez, who has a severely autistic son. And in desperation, she got a permit for him and gave him cannabis, and it changed everything. So today, after she's been doing this for a few years, we now have a scientific validation. You know, people ask me, like, so what's the most important thing you learned? By far, the most important thing I learned was that THC and CBD can kill cancer cells, but they can kill cancer cells while leaving healthy cells intact. They trigger a programmed cell death, which is called apoptosis. And not only do they trigger apoptosis, but they 
prevent the cancer cells from being invasive, from metastasizing. They prevent the, a growing tumor from signaling that it needs more blood supply, which is called angiogenesis. So cannabinoids, not just as a treatment for nausea and decreased appetite that happens because of chemotherapy, but cannabinoids actually being chemotherapy, actually treating cancer, that's really exciting to me. You know, what's so interesting is the medical marijuana community is better educated than the doctors. And I think that what we should all take home from that is that as you learn and understand this stuff, it means we have to make the changes. We have to interact with our government. We have to reshape how energy flows through them so that the phase change will occur. All of us have to participate in it. You know, we want to see the Berlin Wall fall. Amen. And there you have it. Um, a song by Willie Nelson that we could have listened to. So it's on there somewhere. Him and his son cruising in a in a uh, open top, and they're just hitting the countryside singing. And oh, they both—they're just what beautiful voices. Dang, what gifts. All right, Dr. Robert Melamed. We had him on our show once, <laughs> and I'm giggling because once you welcome him to your show, um, he pretty much just gets going and starts educating and we had a blast with him on the show we would love to have you back dr bob if you ever if anybody in your team ever listens to this that was amazing we <laughs> there was so much education we we're like wow to go back and listen and listen and listen again it was awesome anyway yeah <clears throat> no deaths from pot because there's no receptors in your uh brain stem and welcome silver sister she says peace Y'all, yo. Oh, and um, PW. PW is out there. PW GI. PW GI. 14072, baby. Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. I saw, I was watching this pop video the other day on like Netflix or something. Very interesting, man. People are killing people. It's not good. People don't kill people for pop. But they do. And the guy was had a had a hat on and on the back of the cap it said seven oh seven. Okay, yeah, we're laughing because that's where this guy goes from. Yeah. Oh, but they're killing people and people are disappearing up in Humboldt County in the Emerald Triangle where they you know they literally like this video is, is really eye opening and horrible, but they people are kidnapped, sold into to um, sex trafficking and human trafficking and forced labor and all sorts of crap up there with illegal growth and stuff like that up in Northern California. It's really freaking scary. And you don't, they are, that's exactly what they're doing. And what they do, they ride around on four wheelers and those ATVs with freaking AK-47s and M-16s totally masked up. You can't see any part of them. And they chase the cops out. The police will not go in those areas that's how bad it is yeah i watched it happen watched it on video i watched seen it for myself of course you know everything on tv is true everything is true on tv well welcome silver sister reggae ryan is on and pw <laughs> um so yeah we were going to get back to that was a great video we just listened to dr bob i don't know if you were listening along the way um, I don't even know if we're on air. Okay. Um, Dr. Bob was, um, and Dr. 
Holland was talking about uh, our endocannabinoid system. And they said there are receptors everywhere except in our brainstem, which is why there are no deaths. Because you can't have, like, yeah, you can't shut it off. So, like, with medication, she said, or, you know, alcohol or water. Water, you can drown your own self drinking too much water. Sometimes people, when they do ecstasy, they drown themselves because they're so thirsty and they just drink too much water and it's just a bad thing. Yeah, friends don't do. <laughs> don't drink too much water with each other. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I did post the tax rates for Arizona on the website, along with some news about, oh, speaking of, Air uh, New York, New York. Here we go. On the news section. Thanks. Um, here we go. Governor Cuomo and New York lawmakers reach an agreement on cannabis legalization bill. I don't know if we're, that's a golf clap. I don't know if it's any good yet. Could be weird. I know. Could be really, really, really weird. New York, yeah, it's always enough. There's like one person. New York Governor Andrew Cuomo and state lawmakers have reached an agreement to legalize the use of marijuana by adults and establish regulations for commercial cannabis production and sale. State legislators are expected to vote on the bill on Tuesday in time for uh, provisions of the measure to be incorporated into the state budget due April 1st. So yesterday they must have must have passed because this is well but yeah it says they're voting again on Tuesday <clears throat> under the measure Senate bill s 854a penalties for possession of less than three ounces of cannabis uh, would be eliminated oh so you get three ounces hey that's pretty good everyone in your household that's like 90 ounces <laughs> that's a pound of grass we won't tell you where they are. Oh, really? You're looking at it now. Well, oh. Also, home cultivation would be legalized with adults 21 and older permitted to grow three mature and three immature cannabis plants and a, a, a cap of six immature plants per household. 24. Wow. 24 plants and six immature plants. Oh, well, we don't know. We don't know how many people live in your household. Lily and Grandma, you know, the whole everybody uh, for generations. Okay, wait, yeah. Um, also, the bill would also allow for the expungement of past marijuana offenses no longer illegal under the measure. So that will be interesting to to see how that works out because the expungement here is the um, person in jail still has to petition. Yeah. From their jail. Well, I mean, yeah, you're in there. You got busted. But, I mean, if, you, if it's for marijuana, come on. If it's legal now, let them out. That's the way expungement goes. That's what they're thinking of doing. For generations, too many New Yorkers have been unfairly penalized for the use and sale of adult use cannabis, arbitrarily arrested and jailed with harsh mandatory minimum sentences, Cuomo said in a statement announcing the agreement with lawmakers. After years of tireless advocacy and extraordinarily hard work, the time is coming to an end in New York. Yeah, right, for monetary reasons. <gasps> Legalizing adult-use cannabis isn't just about creating a new market that will provide jobs and benefit the economy, right? It's also about justice for long, marginalized communities and ensuring those who've been unfairly penalized in the past will now get a chance to benefit. He added, I look forward to signing this legislation into law. 
The bill also establishes the State Office of Cannabis Management to implement regulations for adult-use cannabis, medical marijuana, and cannabinoid-rich hemp. The new agency would license cannabis producers, processors, distributors, retailers, and other businesses in the industry. The measure also expands New York's medical marijuana program and authorizes research into the use of medical cannabis. Really? That's spectacular. All right. Okay. Um, That is. That's great. There's, you know, because that's exactly what, you know, Dr. Bob was saying, you know, got to have legitimate studies so that people will actually finally believe this. So the other 33% will say, okay, it's good for you, <laughs> even though they're secretly using it. Oh, the legislation establishes a 9% state excise tax on retail sales with another 4% uh, local tax to be shared by county and municipal governments. Local governments would be permitted to opt out of hosting licensed retailers and cannabis consumption lounges. State cannabis taxes collected would be used to implement and regulate the program with the remainder dedicated to education, community investment grants, and a drug treatment and public education fund. Oh, public education, that means we can go around and get paid to do Weed Day Wednesday in New York, live from New York City. Weed Day Wednesday. Amy Poehler. I love them. They need to come on the air. <laughs> they, oh, they love weed. They love girls here. Officially invited on. What's that? Oh, and Kristen Wiig, please. <laughs> okay, all the ladies from Saturday Night Live, get on here. Come on. We'll have like a giant Zoom session where we all you know, have a different form of paraphernalia. Someone can have an apple. Someone can have a bong. Someone gets a joint. You know, someone gets a dab rig. Chicken chicken bone. Whatever it takes. All right. Public education fund. I like it. Thank you, New York. I am very proud that we finally have a three-way agreed bill to legalize adult use cannabis in a way that foregrounds racial justice while balancing safety and economic growth encouraging new small businesses, and significantly diminishing the illegal market, said State Senator Liz Krueger in a sponsor, oh, a sponsor of the bill in the Senate. Quote, my goal in carrying this legislation has always been to end the racially disparate enforcement of marijuana prohibition that has taken such a toll on communities of color across our state and use the economic windfall of legalization to help heal and repair those same communities. I believe we have achieved that in this bill, as well as addressing the concerns and input of stakeholders across the board. All right. <clears throat> Deal hailed by community and industry leaders. Alice Frontier, the managing director of Neighborhood Defender Service of Harlem, uh, commented in a statement on Saturday on the effect of the um, the legislation will have. Quote, police, prosecutors, child services, and ICE ICE have used criminalization as a weapon against them, and the impact this bill will have on the lives of our over-surveyed clients cannot be overstated, said Fontier. This is a historic moment for the state of New York, and one that will bring with it good jobs, investment, and cutting-edge entrepreneurial opportunity through the creation of an entirely new sustainable and equitable industry, said Alan Gandelman, the president of the New York Cannabis Growers and Processors Association. 
Quote, cannabis legalization will jumpstart our state's economy recovery and serve as a real investment in a forward-looking culture that puts New York cannabis consumers, small, uh, consumers, small business owners, farmers, and cultivators first. With the agreement between Como and legislative leaders, the bill is expected to be approved by New York legislature, where Democrats hold a veto-proof majority in both houses. The law would go into effect immediately. Although retail cannabis sales would not begin until regulations for the new industry have been drafted and put in place, paid for by sellers in your area. Thank you. <laughs> you know what else is paid by, for by sellers in your area? I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a hunting, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking awesome. Walk into my house, like what up, I got some good pot. I'm just pumped up, got some herb from the pot shop Ice in my fridge, it used to be frosty My friend's like, damn, that's a stoned-ass donkey Rolling in hella hot, looking like it's pizza time Dominating all my friends as I eat some chili fries Draped in a smuggie with my girl sitting next to me Probably shouldn't have had a big gulp full of iced tea But shit, it was 99 cents I'll be blazing and smoking it About to go and get some munchies next Passing up on those cracker decks Reese's Pizza's a wear it Gotta get me some soda pop Cotton mouth has been creeping up But can't remember where I put my keys Yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa Can I take a 65? Deville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's And then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEA's would be like, ah, oh, they got volcanoes I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interests I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Being a hypocrite, you used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a hunt, looking 
Choosing to tune in, we thank you kindly. And 269 days until Christmas if you missed it. Woo! Get your big bottle. This, is, this new year is going to be raging. This is going to be a crazy flip of new year. You know what? People are going to go insane for this this whole year to just get over. We're already a quarter of the way through this year. Huh? No, we didn't say that last year. Last year, we were all bunkered down and hiding because, you know, because COVID. Um, hashtag because COVID. Oh, yeah. That's it. Okay. So, getting back to all sorts of things, New York. Um, we were on, like, Missouri or Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, uh, Missouri. Let's read Mississippi. Uh, we are going over tax rates for your country. Good old United States of America. <clears throat> medical marijuana in Mississippi voted to legalize medical marijuana in November, and the state's program will hopefully come online this summer, even though state lawmakers are actively working to undermine it. Oh, we did read this. It's okay. By retroactively passing an alternate bill. If the bill passed, by voters, Initiative 65 goes into effect there. Technically won't be a tax for patients, but purchases will be subject to a user fee <clears throat> not to exceed 7% state sales tax. And that would be used exclusively to fund the program itself. All right. And I'm going to post this little article for everybody because I don't even think I said good morning to the bloggers. Sorry. I know. So I'm not even used to using this program more because it, it mostly doesn't work. <laughs> there. There we go. And well, we'll just throw in, oh, uh, let's see. What can we throw in? Oh, we'll throw in a rose. There you go. Good morning, everybody. All right. Marijuana tax rates in Missouri. Oh. Oh, did we do this one? Because we went back and we tried to find um, <clears throat> the cow sound and we figured out that it was actually, oh, oh, what's going on here? I didn't know I could rearrange that. <laughs> that's a pretty good one. That that sounds like a mad bull, though. Something, you don't hear that. And it is grumpy. Must not have had his latte. Okay. Uh, medical marijuana. Purchases are subject to 4% tax. And no additional taxes are imposed. All right. <clears throat> uh, Montana. Maybe we did do this because did we talk about the biggest sky on the planet in Montana? Yeah, going familiar again. That's all right. Um, adult Youth Retail, Montana's Adult Youth Program, which is projected to launch in 2022, will include 20% marijuana excise tax. There's no general state sales tax in um, Montana. And for medical purchases, uh, purchases are subject to 4% excise tax. So see, once again, 
best to get your medical card. Not saying. Just saying. Just saying. Do it. All right. Nevada. All right. Um, adult use purchase, purchases are subject to 10% cannabis excise tax plus 4.6% state sales wise tax. Out the door, expect about 15%. Um, oh, expect a total of roughly 15% added to your purchase for taxes. Okay, so that's not bad. So 15%. I mean, that's about what, yeah going on. Uh, wholesale. There's a 15% marijuana excise tax imposed on wholesale sales and transfers. Uh, for more information, check out the Nevada Department of Taxation website. And that's on the link I just posted for y'all over there, like links and things. Uh, marijuana tax rates in New Hampshire. Uh, medical marijuana purchases are not subject to any taxes. New Hampshire does not have a statewide sales tax. And that's it, folks. We're going to New Hampshire. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, pretty, too. That's loud. That's loud, too. <laughs> uh, New Jersey. Did we talk about Bon Jovi hanging out and smoking weed with the, with the boy? Okay. It's all right. Let's repeat for all you guys who are tuning in. We're just recapping it a little bit. Uh, medical marijuana in New Jersey is the, in the process of slowly lowering taxes. That's right. <laughs> By 2022, it's going to be zero, 4% up until 2021 of June. July, you get 2%. And then by 21, it's nothing. Absolutely nothing. That's it. They're lowering it. <laughs> Who does that? New Jersey. I bet John had a hand in that. All right. Marijuana tax rates in New Mexico. That's a beautiful place. Uh, medical marijuana dispensaries are required to pay a gross receipt tax, which varies across the state from 5.125 to 8.12, 8.8. Some dispensaries factor this tax into the price of a purchase and others tack it on at point of sale. So there you have it. Five to eight. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Five to eight percent tacked on. Marijuana tax rates in New York, uh, where it's legal now, purchases are subject to seven percent medical marijuana excise tax, but are not subject to statewide. And that's it. Medical marijuana. Once again, better to get legal. Marijuana tax rates in North Dakota. Appropriate, right? Well. Uh, medical marijuana purchases are subject to North Dakota's 5% state sales-wise tax. That's it, 5%, folks. <laughs> Come on. Oh, it's not. Okay, it's going to just break it. And the laser, oh, laser beam going to keep going. Ooh, Ohio medical marijuana purchases are subject to statewide sales tax, which ranges... 6.5 to 7.25. Um, wow, a lot of birds outside. I feel like um, we're going to be launched into an Alfred Hitchcock movie. In the movie which is funny, not funny. Because <laughs> that's scary if you haven't seen the birds and you're young. Go, go hit that one up on Amazon and get freaked out. You will never see a bird the same way again. And one time I was running. And I ran past the tree that this bird, I saw almost attack another lady runner. 
And I was like, what? So I ran past. And this thing had a really long beak. I don't know. If, and it did. It went. It, it was protecting something in the tree. And it flew right by as fast as it could. It didn't stick me. But had it stuck me, I would have been in a world of freaking trouble. That thing was going like 40 miles an hour. And I could <laughs> feel the pressure right against my back. And I was like, I'm going to die from a pressure. <laughs> right there <laughs> total hot mess exactly uh yeah oh did we do oklahoma 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 maybe not um but that's a reference <laughs> medical marijuana purchases are subject to seven percent medical marijuana excise tax as well as 4.5 percent state wide sales tax. So that's about 12% or more in taxes out the door. Medical marijuana in Oregon. Now, do they have a, they don't have a duck. What the heck is wrong? Oh, man. No, we got enough of those crazy killer birds. Uh, they don't have a duck. What? What? They have a dinosaur roar and not a duck and an explosion. Oh, that's pretty good. I kind of like the explosion. All right. Oregon, 17% for adult use and 3%. So, and there's no uh, statewide sales tax in Oregon, so it's 20%. Medical purchases are not taxed. (laughs) Pennsylvania, yay. Ooh. Where the vampires are? Where's the vampires? Okay, same thing. Medical marijuana, there's no tax on social Wholesale, 5% wholesale tax. All right, that's it. There you go. Pennsylvania, where the, uh, where the vampires are. <laughs> Rhode Island. All right. Medical marijuana purchases are subject only to the seven point, uh, 7% statewide sales tax. There you go. Additionally, (laughs) oh, here it goes. Wait, 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 there's more. Additionally, Rhode Island's compassion centers are required to pay the state a surcharge of 4% on a monthly basis. These centers may choose to pass along the surcharge, which is effectively a tax to their patients. Oh my God. (laughs) Maybe they split it with you. It's nine. No, it just went to 11. South Dakota, where is it? Uh, No, no, no. Go back and... Right? I don't know. Adult use retail. The validity of recreational legalization bill amendment A. I feel like this is what we need. (laughs) Uh, With South Dakota voters passed in November, it's currently being debated in the South Dakota courts. If the bill goes into effect, adult adult use sales will be subject to 15% marijuana excise tax, in addition to the statewide 4.5% sales tax. Medical marijuana, South Dakota voted to legalize medical marijuana in November 2020 when the initiative is enacted. Oh, <laughs> medical marijuana sales but not, will not be taxed, so it's still not enacted. Um, <laughs> when it's enacted. Okay. Uh, All right. Well, there you go. 
South Dakota. Utah. No sales tax medical marijuana purchases. And Bellstar has family in Utah. Yeah. Okay, something like that. Uh, no. Well, it's not so bad. Vermont. <clears throat> Vermont. Vermont. Ooh. Vermont. I think I have relatives in Vermont, too. Adult use retail recreational marijuana sales will be subject to a 14% cannabis excise tax and Vermont's 6% state sales wide. Statewide sales tax estimate roughly 20% in tax out the door. And medical marijuana purchases are not taxed. Wow, 20%. So your 200 just became a whole lot more. Ooh, 240 plus tax. So your 200, your $200 ounce just became like 240. That's a lot. All right. Uh, Virginia. Oh, yeah, that is. That's a whole extra quarter gone, wasted. You just given to the employee in the back room, basically. <laughs> Adult use in Virginia. Ooh, they're scheduled to open 2024 and will collect a 21% state cannabis excise tax in addition to the state's 5.3 sales tax. An extra 3% tax may be added by the local municipality. So, wow. <laughs> So that's like 30% almost, but it's not even until 2024. Y'all better move out of Virginia. Washington. Um, Oh, this is the state of Washington because we will, yes, get to our nation's capital and their weed program. Washington adult use purchases are subject to a 37% marijuana excise tax. Wow. 37%. You guys are killing it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Marijuana tax rates in your nation's capital. Adult use, while adult use cannabis possession is legal, sales are not. (laughs) Medical marijuana purchases are subject to a sales tax of 5.75%. Oh, for more information, check out this paper from The Third Way. Think Tank and Leafly's coverage of the Washington, D.C. cannabis market. So there it is. Your official rules are in some sort of newspaper. All right, there you go. West Virginia. Is that Rocky Mountain High? Oh, good luck out there, little farm girl. Yay. Go overall. Chicken. Do you have chicken? We have cows, and you will too. Medical marijuana dispensaries are required to pay 10% tax on gross receipts. There you go. (laughs) For more information, check out the West Virginia Medical Cannabis Act. And there you have it, folks. There it is. All 93 states. Maybe that was the state of being and how we were running it. 
All right. Um, you know what we haven't done in a while? And let's see if we can get back here to yeah, kind of a weak audience. That versus this. I kind of like this better, don't you? A little deeper, a little warmer. This is tinny. You know, that isn't, you know, game winner versus, uh, where's, no, there's no game winner on this one. Oh, I, I moved it. Oh, there's a chainsaw. <laughs> All right. You're listening to Weed Say Wednesday, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Um, okay. If you don't know how to get your card in Tucson, Arizona, you can come down to Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Uh, We're open six days a week. We have doctors six days a week. That's fantastic. Dinosaur roar. There's a a dinosaur drive-thru exhibit coming to Tucson. yeah, it's drive-through. You get to see the dinosaurs. They're going to be, okay, don't laugh. Yeah, I still don't laugh. So they just throw some shrubs on the ground underneath them, and then you, but you get to see what they would have been in the size in real life, which is actually pretty cool. That's coming to, I think, the fairgrounds or somewhere. So check it out. Just look up, like, that live dinosaur exhibit or something. <laughs> Anyway, if you want your cannabis card in Arizona, I don't know how that happened. Oh, the dinosaur war. PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, uh, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, any kind of seizure, as long as you have that written by a doctor. Uh, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, uh, which goes and runs the gamut of dementia and everything. There's like 29 different types of Alzheimer's I think we learned about on the show. Cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. And you're eligible eligible, eligible for cannabis cartable if you are being treated for something and the treatment is causing any of that stuff. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can email thctucson at gmail.com, and you can go online, and there's um, things, forms you can fill out online that go directly to us, and I think a couple of the pictures on there of links that go directly to us. Uh, so, yeah, check it out, www.tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. There you have it. All right. All right. Let's see what's going on in the world a little bit. Um, okay. Governor of Virginia, where we just talked about, signs a bill protecting employees who use medical cannabis. Now, this is very important because here in the state of Arizona, if you don't have a medical card, you are not protected. Boom. Your employer can boot you. Your landlord could boot you. Yeah. Didn't know that either, did you? 
Um, all sorts of folks in Bucha. Not good. Uh, Governor of Virginia signs a bill protecting employees that use cannabis weeks after lawmakers in the Commonwealth passed the bill clearing the way for recreational marijuana legalization. Virginia Governor Ralph Northam took steps to enshrine employment protections for medical cannabis patients. Oh, I was wondering if that if that worked. All right. Um, Northam late, late last week signed a bill into law that, quote, prohibits an employer from discharging, disciplining, or discriminating against an employee for such employee's lawful use of cannabis oil pursuant to a valid written certification issued by a practitioner for the treatment to eliminate the symptoms of the employee's diagnosed condition or dis-ease. Oh, not golf swing. (laughs) That was all in one, by the way. Um, And this will take effect July First, the bill provides plenty of caveats. For starters, the prohibition does not, quote, restrict an employer's ability to take any adverse employment action for any work impairment caused by the use of cannabis oil or to prohibit possession during work hours, quote, nor does the new law, quote, require an employer to commit any act that would cause an employer to be in violation of federal law or that would result in the loss of a federal contract or federal funding. Well, that's true everywhere where all those last things or quote require any defense industrial based sector employee sorry employer or prospective employer to hire or retain any applicant or employee who tests positive for THC in excess of certain amounts well you know that holds true for safety jobs you know can't be out you know they don't want you out like flying an airplane and uh, you know that might not be oh we don't want an insane laugh oh my gosh I don't know what's going on. Let me find a decent laugh track anymore. All right. Well, anyway, uh, those latter exceptions are particularly important in a state like Virginia, which is home to a large number of federal employees and federal contractors. Uh, the measures, passage, and signing were celebrated by marijuana advocates. Well, with Virginia's first medical dispensaries now operational, this is an important initial step for lawmakers to take in defense of patients' rights, said uh, Jen Michelle Padini, Executive Director for Virginia Normal, uh, but with the Commonwealth at the verge of becoming the first state in the South to legalize cannabis for adult use, uh, the legislature should work swiftly to eliminate uh, suspicionless marijuana testing altogether in order to better align with both state and law and public opinion. The legislation marks a continuation of what has been a busy month on the cannabis front for uh, Northam and other Virginia Democrats. The governor is poised to sign a bill that will legalize recreational marijuana in Virginia, making it the first state in the South to embrace legalization. For Northam, marijuana reform has emerged as one of his top policy priorities in his state of the state of address in uh, his state of state of address in January. He made it clear he wanted a legalization bill on his desk. (laughs) We're making it clear the guy likes weed. (laughs) He's just going to be able to sit back in that big old solid oak 200-year-old desk, put his feet up and smoke a doobie. We're not dumb. It's time to legalize marijuana, Virginia, Northern said at the time. Our Commonwealth has an opportunity to be the first state in the South to take this step, and we will lead with a focus on equity, 
public health, and public safety. I look forward to working with the General Assembly to get this right and to have my bond. And a year ago, Northern signed a bill that decriminalized weed. Quote, every Virginian deserves access to a fair and equitable criminal justice system, quote, said Northern in a statement after signing the bill. Quote, these bills combat mass incarceration, increase support for returning citizens, and ensure that those who have paid their debt to society have a meaningful second chance. I thank the General Assembly for working with us to build a more just and inclusive commonwealth. So, Virginia. All right. So, I think there's going to be a rise on um, cannabis clubs. Don't you think? I think. Um, Macrodose drinks. A growing number of consumers are choosing cannabis-infused beverages. <coughs> Excuse me. This is also what I think is going to be happening. Stay tuned for that. Oh, and look at the effects in the city, like party girls with their uh, martinis and such, Cosmos with cannabis in them. A new report from Cannabis Market Data analyst head, uh, headset shows that cannabis Beverage sales continue to grow in North America, and new trends indicate that the sector may be poised for gains in market share. Headset's industry report for March focusing on cannabis beverages released last week and is available online as a free download. Uh, In the report, Headset notes that many cannabis industry analysts have been expecting big gains for the beverage sector since the cannabis began collecting and reporting on data from the legal marijuana industry in 2015, but sales data have shown that the bold predictions have failed to pan out. Over the last five years, beverage market share has maintained about 1% of total recreational cannabis sales, with sales to the <clears throat> category growing at roughly the same pace as the total market, had said wrote in the introduction to the report. Um, but today, for the first time in a long time, our headset analysts are Bullish on beverages, <clears throat> the report continues, between advancements in THC infusion technology and a myriad of new brands catering to the occasional low-dose consumer, there's a lot of reason to believe in the growth of potential of this category. In Canada, beverages, uh, beverage sales have grown to 1.5% of sales in barely more than a year on the market, with the U.S. cannabis drinks are posting in more modest, uh, um, U.S. posts of modest 1%. Uh, cannabis beverage actually saw a dip in U.S. Uh, during 2020, but have recovered to slightly more than 1% in the market this year. And Headset notes that some trends in the sales data could uh, mean that cannabis beverages are ready to make more gains in market future. Uh, after remaining relatively steady for about two years, the percentage of baskets retail cannabis transactions that included a cannabis beverage started to climb from about 2% in March 2020 to about 3% in February 2021. After debuting in can, uh, Canadian dispensaries in January 2020, baskets with Canadian drinks quickly jumped to about 4.5% in six months, a level the metric has moved around uh, since June. <clears throat> Even though market share hasn't drastically increased, beverages are making their way into more and more baskets each month, indicating that more customers than ever are trying THC-infused beverages. The report also shows that cannabis beverages are popular across demographic lines. Although women tended to spend more than the average consumer on the products, the authors also note that cannabis beverages seem to be settling in two general groupings, those that offer the maximum permissible dose of THC, usually around 100 milligrams, 
and those with a potency of 10 milligrams or less. Across five markets in the West, consumers show a great affinity to products for containing um, 100 milligrams of THC or even more. And to that, we will bid you a farewell do and say thank you so much. Drink your cannabis today. We'll be back next week. Oh, first, uh, is next week and now you want to do this show? With Robert Platchorn, uh, Dr. Regina Nelson, Doug Bye, and maybe Urban Rosenfeld, and so much more. It's the seventh already? That's cray cray. Can't even handle it. Next week, nine years. And then, you know, 262 days until Christmas. Lots of bong hits and lots of really good weed. Yay! Happy Wednesday, Wednesday. Be smart, be safe, and educated. We'll see you for a great big show next week. We love weed. Happy Wednesday, Wednesday. See you for the nine-year anniversary radio show. Woo-hoo.